You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to the Vicious Circle. Sid Bud, how you doing? Pretty good, man. I'm a little wore out, to be honest. I'm a little wore out. What's, how are you doing, Bob? I'm good. What's What's got you going? Well, I'm, I'm just getting up so much earlier, and I had a thousand things to do today. And then the, you can hear, it too, I'm just so congested. I can barely breathe. I've, I'm taking the two types of nasal things, uh, sprays. I'm taking... Um, uh, hydroxy scene or something that's to dry you up you know uh and i still can't hear out of my darn left ear so it's just just uh been a tough day oh man and then i'm back with my diet too and when uh um <laughs> when you first start that i think everybody is irritating at first you know i'm a little irritated today i get it because you're pulling away all the the fun stuff that you're eating it, it is that's exactly what it is you know um i was uh people think I'm stupid bring this up again, but you no, know, I've been fighting myself not to have a glass of juice or uh, I've got a little sweet tea left in there. I'm going to drink it, but just to get rid of it. But man, it's just, uh, it's been tough. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's, you know, I, I lost all that weight. And I said, you know what? I'm going to gain some of my back. I wish I had now, you know, now I'm going to lose it, but it's funny how, um, it just seemed like yesterday that it was such an easy task just to have that, you know, baked chicken and vegetables. And now it's just like, dude, I'm, I'm not kidding. It's just potatoes every meal, you know, <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's weird. I, I, I sort of started my diet today too. And yeah, I've got the, I made the big pot of potatoes, you know, so I've got mashed potatoes. I've got them set aside so that I can pull out a portion, you know, right. if I need it. Right, right. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. No, I'm trying to get you no, know, and I, 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 uh, I tell everyone I'm doing this too. I'm, I, I'm not never suggested, and I'm not either. Tell anyone to diet or work out. Uh, go A to Z, go A B C D to Z because you're going to burn out. I've already gotten burned out from the diet. I've been doing it for a year now. So, and I know I can do it, and that makes it sort of hard knowing you could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, um, I talked to. Um, What's the guy, Tony? Tom? Tom. Tom. Talked to him and talked to Lloyd. Uh, Lloyd had a good idea about maybe uh, everyone that's maybe get interested in this weight loss thing or their goals for fitness or whatever. Um, I know a guy here in town is doing a deal where 
they put it like $25 in and whoever wins gets the money. Um, I was telling her about that. She said, well, wait, well, I'll do it. And she heard us talking about the, the, you know, the pop top over at church, the, the food bags we hand out. And she said, we ought to, you know, get everybody to take the money and send it over there. I was talking to you a little bit about it earlier. And I thought, well, I've tried this before. Maybe we could try it again. Just have a better game plan. I've got some of these used pictures I got. If somebody was, um, sorry, uh, again, okay. um, there we if go. they're interested, we could send someone, you know, someone out autographed. We could even personalize it, and I can sign them here on on podcast nights and send them out the next day to people for twenty five dollars or something like that. So yeah. um, I think we might try to do that. That's a great idea. Um, well, I, I go ahead. Oh no, no, please go ahead, Sid. Uh, this last time we did it, we just um, <clears throat> it was just um, I, what it was. I know what it was. I was having people send <clears throat> the Viennas to the church. It sort of got complicated. So I think the way we would do it, and I'm not saying anybody to do anything right now, but I was talking to Drew Woodruff about it, and we would send it, you know, if they want to make a money order or a checkout to St. Mary's Cathedral, and at the bottom you just put discretionary funds for Drew Woodruff, and that's where it would go to. You know, or I, I, I'll talk to him about it again. Um, it was funny when I talked to him and you know, he never turns down while well, I try to give him a little money, but he never asked for anything, you know, and I'll bring yeah. this up there. I'm going to try to do this. He's never pushing me. It's like, he just smiles as you know, wherever he gets, he's happy with, you know, so anything we could get would be great. That would be good. I like this idea. We'll, we'll nail it all down and get it all rolled out for him. Right. Uh, Andy messaged in. He said, uh, hi, I'm at work, Sid. For the love of all that's good and holy, please mercy power bomb me out of my misery. <laughs> <laughs> I hate work too, Andy. <laughs> yep. And Brad says, hey, from, um, hi, Sid and Rob. From, uh, glad to be back home from San Diego. Apparently someone was traveling. All right. Hmm. And then I saw Val. Hey, guys, congrats to the Tide on winning the championship Monday. Roll, Tide, roll. Go, Val. You're right. Tim said the same thing, tied all the way. Yeah, well, I said Alabama. See, I've won the national championship, World Series, the basketball playoffs. I just got to win the World Series. I mean, uh, the, uh, the Super Bowl. You've I've got, got the whole deal, man. Kansas we City. Well, I'm, I'm a little worried right now. Uh, Kansas City's playing a team that really could upset them in the Cleveland Browns. And I don't follow the NFL a lot, but they're doing really good right now. Well, see, I don't follow the NFL a lot, and you saying the Cleveland Browns are winning just doesn't seem right. I know, man, but they're <laughs> they're doing really good right now. They've got two really good running backs, and they've got a really good quarterback, you know, a couple of good receivers, and a pretty good defense. I don't th think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but uh, it'll be a good game. Uh, them and the um, who did I said they're playing, they're playing um, the Browns. The Browns. The Browns are playing. Stuart even says, go Browns. <laughs> yeah. I got two comments here real quick before we bring in our guest. Uh, Joe Beck said, it's a great cause, and Sid is a man of his word. It's worth it, guys. Talking about yeah. the charity. Yeah. And uh, it looks like Cece says, they do say if you put money on it, you tend to be more successful. I just wanted to say I adore that Sid is driven to help folks through his church. So many of us now, even more than usual, are down on our luck. 
but we can all do something to help someone. I love that this is being championed and pushed forward. Be the change you wish to see in the world. I love that phrase. Yeah, and that's good. You know, the thing is, is um, there's this guy named um, Wayne Dyer. Uh, he does motivational speaks, speeches. I saw him on PBS one time, and they say he's the most third most spiritual influence in the country. Uh, even second, I think, only to the Dalai Lama. It's sort of weird. But he just, he's just he got a simple message, and he doesn't really talk about God much. He says about it at first, and that's it. When he refers to God as the source, it's like a globe in the middle of the stage, you know, glowing. He says the source is God. And the only way we can get close to the source is do good things. And the only difference between good and God is one O. And that's how simple <laughs> religion should be, right? That's it. I love that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now, um, he's a pretty cool cat that if you get a chance to see him on his shows, I, I advise someone to watch it. It's pretty cool. He's got a lot of cool so- stories. Um but that right there, if we just do something like that, gentlemen, I was telling you a story about the, the homeless guy gave three dollars the other day. Um, I, you, know, you tell he didn't have, but about five dollars, but he gave a couple that he had. And I'm telling you, man, it is tough out there. Um, I think we we if we don't get out there, like you know, I just I enjoy doing this little thing I do with with the church. But if we're not out there. We don't see it, you know. Yeah. And we don't under, We don't. We, we don't see it. We don't have to know about it. And we don't have to contribute. When you see it and you're part of it, you, uh, it just again, it's just tough. Whole, out of sight, out of mind. Right. Exactly. Excellent. Well, let's bring our our uh, guest on because he's been waiting in the wings now. But he is one of our con- uh, one of our participants. I'm not going to say contestant. One of our participants for the right. challenge. And here is Tom. Hey guys. Hey. Hey, Tom, how's it going tonight? Going good. How you doing? Now, what is your goal, Tom? What is your goal in fitness this year? Um, pretty much getting the best shape of my uh, possible, lean yeah. out, and be a positive influence on someone else who's struggling. What is your um, – What are you, you're trying to lose weight or gain weight? Because, you know, everybody's got different goals in fitness. I'm just trying to lean out and lose a lot of, like, body fat and body weight and just cut down a little bit. Look leaner. Well, um, now, did you say you were 40? No, I'm 35. 35, okay. You know, um, that's that's a you know, that's a realistic goal for someone. And I'm not trying to discourage you, but at 35, your goal should be to be as fit as you can be. You know what I mean? Um, if you're not saying if your goals in life aren't to be a professional bodybuilder or something that you have to really – do all these things like high protein diets and stuff like that. Uh, I wouldn't suggest anybody do it. It's tough on your body. And, and, and again, unless it's your hobby and it's your passion, then I, I'll agree with you doing it. But I wouldn't do it to myself again, unless I was back in the wrestling business. You know, I'd want to be, but my goal is like you, Tom, I just want to be fit. And I want to be the best fit I could be in this next year. And um, I believe this is you can't do. And I just did the, weight loss without exercise. So I was waiting around for that hernia surgery, but I don't ever tell people uh, you need to do both because you can lose weight much faster than you can tone up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I was telling Lloyd today in fitness and people hate to hear this, it's a numbers game, meaning sort of say, so for instance, if your goal is to get fit, it's going to say, take, let's just make up stupid numbers. Say 20,000 hours in the gym or 20,000, uh, repetitions for abs or 20, you know, 
20, you know, uh, six months of dieting, you know, before you really see the results. You know what I'm talking? Yes. Um, and then two, you always want to give yourself something like that. I'd say give yourself six months or a year. What are, yeah. what, are, what, are, what are you thinking your goal is to try to, how long you want to try to? Well, but the, but the, the gyms in, in Canada being shut down, I'm doing a lot of stuff at home and outside. So my goals, the timeline differs. So if I was in the gym, I would have said three to six months. At home, I'm going to say anywhere from four to eight months. Yeah. Depending on when the gym's open again. Um, well, this is what I find out, Tom. When um, I started this diet myself, you know, I knew I could get down to 260 pretty easy because I'd done it for a few years back in a uh, bodybuilding contest. I actually got down to 240 for the oh. uh, the weight. Then the next day, I was back 260 because I you know, taking in fluids, but I know it could get to 250. So I swear I shot myself for it. I ended up getting down to 238. Um, um, but whew. this is what I found out is when we make those, you know, that was 40, I was saying 290. So I lost what 52 pounds. Impressive. Right, so when you're doing that, your body can't tone up as fast as you can lose weight. Yeah. So that's what I, I learned this time around. So that's why I'm back, you know, back in the gym. And when I, able to post a picture of it, you'll see that I'm wearing my mask. But like I just started my ab workout. I just started back in abs, doing abs. Right now and I keep abs simple. You know, flat crunches, side bends and twists, because we want our abs to come in, right? We don't want to make our abs, we gotta realize is also it's a muscle. It's a large muscle too. And everything we do like, you know, we do you know, curls, we're teaching our stomach to protrude outward. When we're doing leg presses, we're teaching our stomach to protrude outward. Everything we're doing is do that. So when we do our ab work, we want to concentrate on trying to make our abs flat. So flat crunches, not a lot of bending, just the flat part, and then side bends. And when you do your side bends or your your twist, you want to flatten your abs at, at the doing them at the same time too because that will teach that muscle to be flat. Know what I mean? Because yes. everything else we do, squats, leg press, mm -hmm. everything else, we're teaching the the muscle to protrude outwards. So now, um, knowing that that's part of your goal is the fitness, and that it's going to take a tremendous amount of ab work, right? Yes. You want that? You no, know, your waist to come in because your back yes. is out there. So, yes. man, keep it easy. I was, um, I'm telling everybody the same thing. So um, maybe start. You no, know, you don't want to get burned out on things oh. too, Tom. Um, so, and you don't like, for instance, I did abs the other day, and I did them on a machine that way I don't have to lay on the ground. Pretty much, I was just doing the crunch part, and I was doing real slow, not fast. And I really didn't think I did that much, but today I'm really sore from it. Now, I didn't not do them today, but if you don't want to be so sore on something that you don't want to do it the next day, exactly, exactly. Because you know, that's saying you overdid it. You know? Yeah, yeah. When I when I when I do abs in the gym, I use the machine also, like you just mentioned. Yeah, and you, and you can take it easy and do as many as your body allows you. Right. Uh, like I, I've done anywhere from 150 in a row to 250, and then the next day I was like, oh my god. But I take it easy. I take it slow, and everything is in slow and steady. You know. Yeah. Well, this is how I always start my ab workouts. You know, the first day. And I'll tell people this. Do three sets of 25. Crunches, three yeah. sets of 25. Side bends are three sets of 25. And then let those numbers of, you know, let that number of 25 go to 50. 
-hmm. I have gotten to where 250 per set and do three sets. Yep. And and what I normally do, I listen to my headsets and I can do about a hundred or so or something like that about every song or so. So I'm, I'm, I'm counting them out like that, but it's a numbers game. So if that's what, you know, and this is what I think we tell ourselves that we take advantage of this COVID-19 and really, you know, hunker down our fitness, you know, you have to, yeah. Well, you see, have to. It. Not only are we in the middle of a pandemic, it's the year 2021, which is the year Mad Max took place in. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. now your Lord humongous outfit fits perfect. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But because we're in the pandemic, we need to be looking at other motivational movies like Rocky four, you know, him in Siberia with logs. Yeah. Gyms. That's what we got to do. That's why I'm well, doing stuff. The the thing is, I'm, I'm glad you brought that back up, Rob. Uh, Cause that's something Lloyd and everyone I've talked to, they're the same thing. They have no place to go. And then Lloyd's situation, he's just living, just where she lives in the country is very far for her to get to places. And, uh, and some people just don't want to go to the gyms. I myself like going to a gym, but we have to find things we could do at home. Um, like I was telling her, she's got a place that she could do some steps. Well, when you get to the top of those steps, you know, when I feel like this, and this is just me saying this isn't a fact. If I, if I extend a set, I mean, if I made it longer to me, it becomes a quality set. So like if I'm um, say doing, um, leg press, and then all of a sudden I, I go to ex, you know to exhaustion on that. Then I kept, get up off of that. Then I'll sit there and say do some free squats just to get more blood in there. You know, yes, 100%. that's what you just. And I extended that set. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. Or if you get someone to pull the weight off of you, the step becomes extended. Now think more sets, extend yeah. sets or a drop set. That automatically becomes a quality set because you extended it, you dropped it, went farther. Yep. You know, stuff like that. So that's how we can. Do things you know at home, like uh, if you're walking or whatever. Just all of a sudden, stop it. Meanwhile, I were doing this. He was doing it around his neighborhood, just you know, doing carryovers, you know, squats, you know, standing on one leg for for ten seconds. You know, I swear, I had people gathering at Tim Hortons. They knew I was coming through, and they. Want- <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, Victor mentioned, yeah, he goes, yep, it's the year of Lord Humongous. <laughs> I would love to see uh, Sid have his Lord Humongous mascot in the gym and see what people think. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but see, Tom is already a positive influence. His girlfriend uh-huh. said, Tom helps me work out and teaches me how to use the weights properly. Thanks, hot stuff. Pam, All right. should you really be talking about Sid like that in front of Tom? I know, <laughs> right? Uh, she warned saying. me that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um. Dean, our buddy from uh, Isle of Man here, said, Sid, I do a lot of cardio. What kind of cardio did you have to do in your prime as a wrestler? Did the big guys have to do as much as the smaller guys? Well, it really doesn't matter how big you are, but I always did tons of cardio. Um, I mean, minimum in a gym was an hour of, you know, Stairmaster, you know. Now, I preferred if I was at home, I'd run real bleachers, and that's you know, that's, I never got tired. I never got blowed up maybe once or twice in my whole life in the ring because I was always really good shape, but bleacher running is the best thing there is. And the people I've met, Walter Payton, Jerry Rice, you know, I met these guys. I said, How, what made you so good? And they all said the same thing. I ran uphill and when we run uphill, it makes us for, it forces us to recover while we're taxing ourselves at the most. And that's carrying true weight uphill. 
All right. Yeah. So the, thing, the cool thing about running bleachers too, you're not going to be able to do that long enough to where your heart rate gets high enough to where you burn muscle mass. You're only going to burn body fat and you're going to promote lean muscle mass. And an example, you look at, you know, sprinters, they look like bodybuilders, but after that hundred yards, they get really skinny, you know? Well, so It almost seems like when you go uphill too, you're fighting gravity. Cause I, I always think about it when exactly. you're going downhill, gravity's pulling you. Right, right. So you're, you've got Well, that's what it is now. See, now, remember I've told you before, Rob, when the difference between walking and running? When you're walking, you're carrying, you know, the true weight. Like right now, I'm at 260. So I'm carrying 260. But if I start jogging a little bit, that 260 goes to 240. If I run a little faster, then it goes to 220. You know what I mean? So then my heart rate's up. Now I'm burning lean muscle mass. I'm not burning body fat. That's why joggers look so pathetic, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So I, I, sprints, carryovers. Now I was a. I might do sometimes like I do sixty bleachers and then do two miles of agility drills. You know, do a hundred yards one way and do a hundred yards the other way, and then and walk the corners. So I was out the track sometimes two or three hours. You know, doing bleachers and foot drills. Yeah. Well, Danilo even commented. He goes, "One of the most impressive things I've seen Sid do is the kip up." Never seen any yes. other big man do it. Not Hogan, not Nash, not Taker, only Sid. Yeah. It's true. It's I'm five nine, and when I was training, I couldn't do a kip up to save my life. Well, I, I learned that, believe it or not, um, when I box golden gloves. Think about a real good golden gloves program. Excuse me, I'm stopped up. You're gonna have to take do some gymnastics. I don't know why they think that's a big deal, but that's the very first thing you go through in a golden glove uh, golden gloves program. And uh, that's why I learned that. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, here's our buddy Kyle from Wisconsin. He says, "Robin said, glad you're uh, glad to be your friend from Kyle uh, from Kyle from Green Bay, Wisconsin. I would give fifty dollars for an autograph picture from you, Sid. So we got All someone right. on. Do you All know right. what? Do me a favor and send an uh, an email to info at viciouscirclepod.com. I'm going to throw that address up. Ooh. That one there. Send okay. an email to us." I got an idea. Right. I'll do the same thing. Um, so for right now, we have five people in this challenge. I got right. their names on the screen. There's Tom C., who we have the privilege of sitting here. Mm -hmm. Andrew C., who we haven't talked to yet. Lori, who you did talk to. Uh, Rondell, and we haven't talked to him yet. And then Nathan F. And Nathan and Andrew C. are both from England area. Okay. Uh, now, I told you I thought Rondell was going to be a part of it. Yep, he did sign up. So oh, good. Now, all right. So, is everybody's goal the same? Is just weight loss? Um, I have Andrew C's goal. That's it. So, I know you talked to Lori. So, I'm hoping she told you her goal. No, hers is losing weight. Yeah, um, and I think everybody else is is too, because that's what I, I would think everybody would want to do at this part. Now, but if someone's goal is to put on weight, I can you know make suggestions for that as well. You know, help you with a diet or do that too. It looks like both Nathan and Andrew are weight loss. Okay. So yeah, Nathan wants to get down to 185. So he said lose about 30 pounds. And or sorry, Andrew. And Nathan said he wants to go from 102 kilograms. Uh what's it? Oh, he went from 102 to 126 kilograms. So he's trying to lose that weight. Gotcha. Um uh We'll talk all night about it, but this is the thing about diet, guys, and and I 
I'm I'm experiencing a little bit myself today. When we when we start dieting, let's don't again go A to Z. Let's take one thing out at a time. Uh, don't we're not in a hurry to do this. We're you know January whatever. Uh, what is today? The fourteenth. Fourteenth, right? Yeah. Um, so we'll um, I we'll try to today. Today is Thursday. Yes. Hopefully Sunday we'll have a game plan to where we're going to get everybody's weight down and get everybody started on the same day. But everybody's gearing up. I know Lori's texted me her information, what her weight uh, was. And um, so we'll do the same thing. Now, she actually did it pretty fair. She showed herself weighing on a scale and showed the scale what it weighed. You know, so if we could get I – mean, I think we could always take everyone's word for this because we're it's, it's for charity anyway. Yeah. You know, and it's for fun. Um, so that's what we'll do again. If anybody does want to learn how to, or needs helpful hints or any advice or gaining weight, I'd be glad to help that as well. Perfect. Pam's trying to lose weight too. She said, well, she can, uh, piggyback on Tom there. And <laughs> that'll help him lose. Well, weight. She, she doesn't, do. she doesn't like the fact that I help her in the gym. She says that I mean, I said, I have to be mean to food in order for it to work. Well, that, I think I come across like that sometimes too, because I'm just yeah. trying to help people. Exactly. Especially when I see somebody really working hard, that's the person I'll help. And usually, it's, a, it's an older woman. That's the people I see some working the hardest. But um, I'll give anyone a little bit of advice. But nowadays, people don't want advice. You know, there's no criticism yeah. on the Planet Fitness. You know. Um, <laughs> Pam says, I hate him in the gym. He is my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing, though. That's good. But she yeah. is very dedicated. When she's in the gym, she pushes. And then when she's done, she'll go do cardio for 45 minutes to an hour. That's while I good. finish up in the heavy heavy weights and stuff. But she's, yeah, she's doing really good. Well, if she, if she wants some help with diet, we'll be glad to help her, too. Main thing about diet, again, too, real quick, is that we pull one thing out at a time. That yeah. we know is bad. And diet, I, I was telling um, everybody I've talked to, so diet is really pretty simple. Uh, Tom, do you know about, do you know, a lot of people don't even know this. I don't know if you know this. You know, we have a, 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 a um, trying to think of the word, uh, it's a synthetic something. It's a, it's yeah, a, I know it's what you're saying. It's pretty much what it is, is this. It's a battery we have in our yes. system. Yes. And when that battery is charged, we can't lose weight. And what mm -hmm. charge is that battery, Tom? Fuel. Carbohydrates. Carbohydrates, fuel, yeah. It's the only thing that does that. So when that battery is charged, we're not losing weight. And the only mm -hmm. way we get that battery discharged is go, say, six, eight, ten hours. Where you can look it up yourselves. And that's then we start losing weight. And that's why high-protein diets are so effective. Because mm -hmm. this is what happens. When we take in protein, our body says, doesn't make it really a decision at all. It says, I'm going to use protein to make your hair grow, your fingernails, heal over a scratch. That's how we get bigger muscles. We tear it down by working out. And as we sleep, proteins mask over those tears, and then the muscle becomes bigger. And that's the exactly. hardest thing to do in the world. Yeah. Produce one pound of lean muscle. So that's mm -hmm. how muscles develop, right? Yes. So um, I forgot where I was going with that. You're talking oh. about carbohydrates. Right. So all right, so now, if that when that carbohydrate doesn't have to wait 
until it gets to your stomach either. The digestive process starts as soon as it touches your tongue. So people think they can eat and throw it up. You still, that battery's charged. And that's why they, they say it really don't do you any good to do that, throw up yeah. and eat. You know, eat and throw yeah. up now you're still, anything you take in, your body's still not burning body fat. Exactly. So to get into that, and there's always a place you look. It's called psychosis, uh, that keto keto diet where you get into ketosis, that. Ketosis, ketosis. Ketosis, right. And that's really what that is. Your battery's yes. decharged, and now you're burning body fat. But uh, we have to have some carbs to survive. We have, now, we have to. Yeah. Now, when you look at my meals, and I, I'll, I'll start posting again. I mean, it's a you know chicken quarter pretty much, serving of peas, some cabbage, and, and usually a little rice. So that's a well-balanced meal. So I'm not, you know, I'm not by no means starving myself to death. I'm just eating really good. But I can eat that comfortably four times a day and still lose weight really yeah. fast. We, we talked about this yesterday about how we pretty much eat almost the same thing. Right. And and we were talking about the diet. And I'm feeling it too, man. Like, you know, you're taking stuff out of the diet and you feel sluggish and you don't want to do it. But you have to get over that hurdle to keep progressing. Well, this is what I was telling uh, Lloyd. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. Tell her on the podcast. This is, this is what we don't realize sometimes. Diet, to me, I, I tell her, you can look at this like, I, I was taught this in the gym. You can look at working out two different ways. You can approach it like an offensive lineman, slow, methodical, yep. and not really loud and aggressive. Or you can be like a defensive player and just balls to the wall and every sense to failure and get out of my way and blah, blah, blah. But you can use aggression to work for you, right, sometimes. Yes. So you can either do that and die. And I sort of did that today. Where I, I tell everybody my struggles, just my things I drink, and it'll be sweet tea or Sprite or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. today I really got a victory because I've had nothing but water all day. You know, so that to me, me I, I won. <laughs> so we I learned this as a kid growing up in sports. Being tall, I was always like a late bloomer. I wasn't always like the greatest guy on the team like the first year, but my second year I was. And um once you learn how to win, it becomes fun. Yes. Right? Yes. So same thing with diet and, and going to the gym. Once it becomes fun or you start losing that weight, say, that's what I would tell everybody, too. There's a gym I used to go to. It's called MBS. It's real goal-oriented and stood for no bullshit. And everybody in there had their name on the board, what they weighed, what the bench was, blah, blah, blah. But there was a little girl in there. Not a little girl. She was young. But she reminded me of Lori uh, about the same body type and everything like that. And she told me, hey, today I, I got, I think she said a PR. It was a personal record or personal best. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So yeah. that's what I'm going to tell people. You know, say I think Lori said she wanted to get down to 180. Two things. One, you know, I started losing this weight. I'd have people say, "Well, I think you lost enough weight. How much you go? How much more are you going to lose? Well, I'm not going to stop losing weight till I lose it. Lose it all. I mean, yeah. why would I lose half my body fat? That doesn't make sense. I hear so, that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you lost enough weight? No. People are saying that because they're jealous because they can't lose the weight. I mean, really, that's really what it is. And sometimes they feel bad for you if it's your grandmother or something. Go, yeah. oh, I'd like to see you eat something. Blah, blah, blah. But no, they're saying it because they can't do it themselves. Yeah. And it's usually that that's the way it is. But no, um, take one thing out at a time. Yep. And then like today, I'm not noticing it. And I really feel now I'm on that skid back towards, you know, getting right back where I need to be. And again, I'm just really my first week into my diet. You know, so I'm already making big changes to what I feel like I won today. And yep. we have, and I tell people this too, we don't want bad memories, especially in the gym 
or, 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 or uh, even if it's just your own personal workout, if you're walking around, I, again, I always try to leave the gym with a positive something. I don't always I miss a weight. I'm always. not going to. You know, I'm not going to miss a max or something like that, or I don't do max anymore. But yeah. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm going to have a good sweat. I'm going to have a good memory. I'm gonna, and I'm not going to be so sore anymore that I can't go back the next day. Yeah, you know. I got a message from Lori on here. Uh, she goes, "Hey guys, today was my first day counting calories thanks to Sid's recommendation, and I must say I was shocked with how much I was eating. I really believe accountability like this is key to success." Right on. It is, and that's what that's what this whole thing's about. This I told her, and I told everybody. There's a guy in Memphis named George Flynn, a doctor, and he has a show, a cable show, and he does the same thing. Just reaches out to help people that might need that little bit of push to get going, and that's what we can do. You know, this is a great time to do it too. Uh, Pam has a comment here. Sid, I know I have. I know you have protein drinks and drink water. Do you drink diet pop or juices? Because one of the oh wait sorry it was this one here, where'd it go? There it is. I'm trying to stop drinking diet Pepsi and only drink water, but it's hard. That's you know um, that's what I've been talking about, Pam. Is for me, it's Sprite or for, I used to be sweet tea. And it's back to sweet tea, and I don't know how. Well, I know how I got to that. I started drinking again, but that's my my problem. I can't. Today was my first day of just water, and if if I did just water. I probably never have to diet. I mean, really, when I just take the the, the drinks out of my diet, I, my weight just drops right off. Yeah. But no, um, the, I heard this one day on a um, uh, like a medical journal. They were talking. They this, there was a doctor I can't remember her name, but she said if you have to drink something like a soda, yeah, be a diet soda, and it should be a a clear liquid, nothing dark, and then. Really, she said, just drink water. <laughs> That's what she said, you know, you know, pretty much. Thanks to Joe Tong, though, we do know Sid's one weakness, and that yeah. is fruit juice. And it he has none yes. today. None yeah, today. I know, I know that. He likes his fruit juice. Man, I, I, the thing is, I just, uh, I've always liked, you know, grape juice or, you know, yeah. now I'm at the Minute Maid fruit juice, you know, but uh, just, you no, know, it's berry juice, but it's just, um, and it's weird. I tell people, I, uh, it'll be like a Friday and I'll be sitting there and I'll have this water. I'll go, well, it's 12 o'clock and it's Friday and I've made it to 12. Man, I think I'm getting heartburn. Man, this water do oh, I'm getting heartburn. I, I need juice. And I'll get my juice and I'll take that drink and go, what? How did I talk myself into that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, mean, I didn't have heartburn. <laughs> With me, it's like, oh, look, it's time. I have to have my pop. <laughs> Uh, Victor's got an idea though with just water, add a lemon, you know. Yeah, but this is the thing about that. Um, when you're dieting, that lemon is a carbohydrate. Oh. As soon as it touches your tongue, that battery's charged. Okay. Scratch now, that. See, that's the deal is uh, I said that diet's real simple, but that's where diet gets complicated because there are certain things you just you know, if you're really trying to cut corners. Say, for instance, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this where people understand it. So if this is a meter and I'm trying to get it to go that way, if I pull you know, one string or one rope, it's it's hard. But then if I start attaching more strings, this, it gets pulled over. I mean, if I die, take out the lemon, no sodas, eat vegetables, then what I, I've said before, those are one little thing, one change at a time is called a micro turn. 
you make a bunch of micro turns, then you're making what I call, and I made this up myself, it's called a learning curve yes. from a micro yes. turn. And I just made that up one time thinking about that. But when you add a lot of positive things to your, your fitness, your goal, that's how you get there faster. You know, where was it? There's other motivations too, which I'm just seeing because Philip said one of the best physiques in wrestling and you gave him tons of motivation in the gym. Sometimes that can help. No, it does. Now I have, and I'm not bragging. I've had Jeff Arthur from Atlanta, um, the president of your fan club. We haven't heard from him lately. Yeah. No, he, he called me one time and after we got off the phone, he went back to the gym, changed his whole life. So I have had that effect on a few people. And I, you know, I talk to Jeff all the time. Matter of fact, he just purchased himself a bunch of brand new equipment for his house because he's, you know, scared to go to the gym because of COVID right now. Yeah. Um, Paul said, I uh, saw an ad that is doing a signing tomorrow. Is that here? No, that's, that's not here. That no. is actually at a site. And here is the website signed by superstars.com. And that is tomorrow, right? Yeah. I'm going to throw that up one more time. Here is the, uh, the site that you can go to and it's all right there. And you got to take off bright and early in the morning for that. Don't you? Yeah, I do. Well, you're always up at the crack of dawn anyway. So yeah, <laughs> I was at the gym the other morning at four o'clock. I was trying oh. to beat this guy. because He was already up there, <laughs> but he uh, leaves about five o'clock. Here's Cheryl. She says one small change I made this week was cutting out fried foods, which is very hard for me. Well, that's what I went to. Remember, Rob, I was frying chicken or pork chops every other day, you know, because um, I just felt like doing it. Um, but I, that's why I, it is hard now because I've gotten used to that, all that horrible grease taste, you know, for a while. I mean, man, just the taste of that bean and the cabbage and the baked chicken, man, I was looking forward to that. Man, I had that the other day and I couldn't. Give that to my dogs fast enough. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, those dogs are like, make more chicken, man. <laughs> Pam has a good question. She goes, Sid, for juice, is it grape juice or is it wine, Sid? <laughs> no, it's grape juice. Now, I do. I used to like a little wine. Uh, it's a, I like a port wine. It's a real sweet wine, but it's real high in alcohol. So if I have a glass of wine, it's a glass of port. But I haven't had a – I started to get some for um, – uh, I was at the drugstore today, and I just didn't. I, I have a glass of wine now. It's okay. But two glasses, I've got a hangover before I go to bed. Wow. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I'm already getting a headache and I'm going, nah. Alcohol, I just never have been a big drinker. I'm saying I don't drink. So honestly, I start smelling alcohol. I start <laughs> feeling my head spin. Yeah, I, I could too. I mean, really, one glass of port wine and I've got a buzz. And two glasses and I've got a hangover. So to hear that, Sid's a cheap date. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Pam. Now you know, Pam. Go ahead. <laughs> Dan asks, Sid had some of the best traps in the biz. What are two good trap exercises? Power cleans and proper upright rows. Um, you know, when people do an upright row, a lot of times they just do what's called a high pull. And high pull is really just working biceps. And when you do an upright row, you, you bring it up here and you row it out. When you row it out, that makes your traps get involved. And that will actually tie your traps into your front delt. And I always had pretty good delts, too. But really, power cleans are the only thing that ever made my traps sore. Oh, <laughs> Dale here. He's Good luck, guys. Hope it goes well. I enjoy my food and drink too much to commit to diet. <laughs> Hope it goes well. <laughs> good luck. 
Good for you. <laughs> well, at least he's, you know, there. Yeah. And this is true. Never. Uh, he goes, as a kid, totally scared shitless of him. I never thought Sid would make such an awesome life coach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I feel you there. When I was 15, he scared the hell out of me. Well, can you honestly say, well, you're getting advice from who? Sid Vicious. Oh, the guy that used to cheat in wrestling? Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> the, the guy who was, who was the master in the world who wanted to kill everybody? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh, Joe's got it. He goes, yeah, just get calf implants like Buff Bagwell. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he loves Buff Bagwell. Mm. <laughs> Joe's like married to Buff. Mm. That's all he ever, every time he calls, he goes, yeah, I like Buff. I went and saw Buff the other day, and now I called Buff, and man, Buff's a really good guy. What is your take on Buff? He's a good guy. He's just goofball. <laughs> you know, um, the only time I had to really, just a nice guy, but just not, I don't know, maybe the new generation type wrestler. I remember one time I had to say something to him. Um, I just came back. And uh, the WCW from leaving the WWF, and I'd been off a little bit. So I, I, this is the only time I ever got blowed up. I was working with Eric Watts, and um, he had the STF on me. And then I got out of that in the power bombing one, two, three. Well, then I walked back to the back, you know, and because I was blowed up, I mean, really, to the point I really couldn't breathe. And so I got back to the back, and I remember Buff goes, "Hey, man." Maybe he had the STF on you. Maybe when you're coming back to the back, maybe you could have sold your wherever that your back or whatever you're supposed to sell. I said, Buff, there's one thing I don't need, and that's any goddamn advice from you. And don't ever, ever give me any more. Understand? Yeah. And, and that was that. But no, he nice guy, and probably means really well. Yeah. And I've never seen him do anything malicious or bad to anyone. You know. That's awesome. Uh, That's Sean awesome. here has got a comment. He goes, hi, Sid and Rob. From, Sean from London. On the fitness trail, lots of chicken, and tonight a three-mile run. Feeling good. Hope you feel better soon, Sid. Sean from London. Way to go, man. That's all it is. It's just little steps. It is. Step at a time. And then before you know it, you can reach out, you know, have like two or three days of just total perfect, you know? Yeah. And then when those days start rolling in, that's when everything starts falling in place. Uh, Stuart's got a question for you. Sid, how many black leather vests have you invested in over your career? <laughs> Two. 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 Wow. Do you still have it? Yep. I thought for sure you would have lost one or two of them along the way. No, I had I had one that was original one that I wore. It wasn't really a nice one that my wife got for me from Sears and Roebuck. Then uh, the first good one I bought from the Harley Davidson was to match Danny Spivey. And then um, I got one other since then. So I, nice. I think I've got two. Nice. nice. I've got a couple that I used with a buddy of mine up in, in Montreal called what we had blue jean ones that matched. You know, so I got a couple of those. Canadian tuxedo. Nice there you go. <laughs> uh, Gary's got a question. Who's going to win the Royal Rumble, Sid? I guess he's from the Isle of Man, too. Nice. See, you know, the thing is, I don't, uh, I, I don't watch enough of the wrestling to uh, be able to call something like that anymore. You know, um, I really don't. I tell you what, I do. Uh, since we're talking about wrestling, remember, I think I said the other day uh, that I didn't like the finish with Jack Hager. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thing about this is, they did something last night, and it, I, 
it might be tipping their hand what they're trying to do. It might be where they're fixing to put the belt on Jack Hager because they in his interview last night he kept saying goals were to be world champion. You know what I mean? Yep. And then they they panned back to him and Warlord War Low a couple yeah. times. So I wonder if there's going to be something there like that. And what, again, I don't think it was good still to beat him. But if they if they okay, we're going to maybe have Warlord put that belt on him or something like that. If they do that, I, I could see that's why they did that. But you still don't do that. Yeah. You know? But I could see that maybe happening. Um, I and I thought about this today too after watching the show last night. You know, it it might be you know if if they played their cards right one time around that Jake Slater, what was David and that other guy um, has got the mohawk um, with Jake Roberts. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah, I know he's other. I don't watch it enough to know their names either. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. It's Jay, no. Lance uh, Archer. Lance, Lance, Lance Archer. Archer. Yeah, Lance Archer. Yeah. Now, I think they could have a you no know, for the first like a real almost a big man match. Yes. You know, if they play it right, right there, they've actually AW's got a few big guys. Now, I was watching both shows a little bit last night. One thing I don't understand about uh, NXT is, man, it looks like a bunch of ninety-year-old guys out there, for the most part. And they're all in pretty good shape, but they look really old. I noticed that last night. And I, I don't watch just, it, so I don't know if it's just me. Um, but again. Um, no, I, if they do that, I think that would be good for them. Uh, but you know what's going to help? A, hurts, I think what's going to hurt a, AEW guys is uh, they're fixed. Put the owners fixed. Put all their money and time into to the football team. They hired that uh, Urban Myers today. You know, so if that thing doesn't start making money, I don't see it sticking around very long. <laughs> Jamie says, uh, I think it will stink because of not having fans there live. And we've talked about that. Yeah. Well, that's something too. It's like what they did last night at the end was sting in that, uh, that, that match they had the main event last night without the fans that standing out there like that, doing a sting, it just didn't work. It's no, boring. It looks dumb. The cheering, you know, right. Or think of something else. You know I mean? I, I know you're there all day long. You just you can just think of just standing there. But see, you know? remember, Sting just came back, so he's not used to COVID wrestling. You know, yeah, right. he's, yeah. he's back with you. Like he's he's in that crowd wrestling. Right, I know. Uh, Danilo said, "I think Sid was better as a heel, like that Psycho Sid character, and it fits him well yes. with his look, promo style, and the way he beats his opponents in the ring." Well, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But well, I always, I've always told people, I only enjoyed being a heel. I didn't like the babyface thing. It's just, um, it just wasn't natural for me. And it's so much easier being a heel. I and mean, then I like being the dictator. You know. Hmm. Uh, it was one that I saw. I'm just trying to find again. And, and people remember too, if I don't post your question, please just post it again. Cause I'll, I'll make sure to get it up. Um, Scott, he said, uh, how's it going brother? I'm on day 12 of quitting and I'm doing better. And I, when you say quitting, I'm thinking cigarettes. Okay, good. Is that what you're talking about, Scott? Cause that's I, great. I think, I think that's what that is. I have a friend of mine, um, Rochelle. And one day she just said, you know what? I think I'm going to quit smoking. And she, she marked it on Facebook. And then she waited a week and she marked it again. And then she got to a month and she marked it and she could keep looking back. 
you know. Good right. for him. Good for him. Well, you know, I smoked for a couple of years as a kid because one time I was a big beer drinker. And that was hard, man, quitting. I tried to cut back and this and that. And finally, I just said, you know what? only way you're going to quit is quit. And I did it. And uh, uh, I can't believe I did smoke, but I did smoke for a couple of years as a kid. Wow. Well, I think everybody experiments. You yeah. Know? I know even I did. I, I took a puff off a cigarette twice. I took a puff off a cigarette. I hacked up a lung. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took another puff off just to be so sure. Do it and again. I the other one, you know. Misery loves company. Yep. Uh, Aaron's got a question for you. He goes, something I've always wondered about Sid. Is there a story around the body glove elbow pad he's worn for years? Well, I tore my bicep and I had that scar there. And I was a little embarrassed of it, so I always wore it to hide that scar. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, because you've, you've had quite a few surgeries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we talked about that, too. A lot of the stuff that comes up, we've done in the previous podcast, uh -huh. too. So, people, if you get a chance, electronicmediacollective.com, you can see <laughs> the whole library of stuff. I, I plan on doing that in the new future. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Kurt's got a question. Watch Sid versus Taker earlier and the whining Bret Hart getting power bombed straight to hell. <laughs> I loved it. Hated you lost the belt, Sid. All right, it's all right. Oh, and Brad here. I quit for seven months after I had a stent and then started back and ready, ready to stop again. You know, I, um, there's a guy I know he helps me with my pull. His name's Dan. He's had a couple of stents put in and he's down the road here working on a pull. And I stopped by to talk to him and I noticed he, he don't smoke all the time, but he lit up a cigarette. And I thought, man, what? he goes, oh, I'll just smoke one once in a while. I'll smoke one. I thought, dude, you just had a, you just told me you had stints put in. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, then uh, a good buddy of mine, um, Ron Rage, he's probably listening to us tonight. He had, had open heart surgery, oh, uh, wow. a quadruple bypass. And I went to see him. Of course, we had our mask on thing. And he blacked out, fell down because uh, he got up too fast. First thing he did is reach for a cigarette. I said, Ron, you got to be What's wrong with people? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, you back at the hospital. So I hope he's quit. I hope he's quit. I had people like that in my family. They would sit there and cough and cough and cough. Yep. And then they would sit down. They'd light up a cigarette. It's like, D were you not here five seconds ago? Yeah. yeah. And if you say anything, they get mad at you. Yep. Uh, Victor here said, thanks for the sign by Superstars link. Not a problem. Like I said, that's tomorrow at 6 p.m. So if you want to check that out, you know where it is now. Um, I did see one more here. Uh, oh, here it is. Justin has a question. You were doing the Cobra Clutch Slam as a finish for a little bit. Were you tired of doing the power bomb at that point, trying to change it up? I, I was trying. I did that Cobra Clutch Slam as Lord Humongous in Continental. Um, they wanted me to just do the Cobra Clutch, so I, I, I sort of did my own version of it. I picked the guys up just a little bit and just give them a real flat, you know, flat bump like that. It looked really devastating. Made it a little different, just the sleeper, I thought, you know. So I did that. And so then when I was able to go to the power bomb, when Eddie Gilbert was the booker, I went to it and then I went away from it. So then when I got to WCW, I started using it because I thought it looked pretty good. I think you have the best power bomb ever. <laughs> and where was it here? Oh, uh, Jamie here said, I quit nicotine in 2009 and haven't looked back. That's awesome. Good job. Good job. That's great. Good job, man. And I get one more here. 
Uh, Justin says, also, congrats, Sid. I heard you have a new figure coming out soon in the WW Elite series. Nice. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Justin. That's awesome. I'm getting it for sure. <laughs> there we go. Uh, CC has a question. I have, uh, hopefully I'm saying the name right. Care to share a favorite Roddy Piper story? Oh, yes. Wow. Did you ever work with Piper? Um, yeah, I did. Actually, it was me and Flair that had some tag matches with Hogan and Piper. Yes, was, I remember that. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty good little matches. Um, let's see. Any stories about Roddy Piper? Um, no, he was always, you know, just so flamboyant everywhere he went. But I remember the last time I saw him, it's sort of funny. I shouldn't say this. But it was in New Orleans. It was at uh, WrestleCon at the autograph signing that wasn't, you know, the WWE's, you know. And um, it's just an independent, glorified autograph signing. And I'm not trying to – I'm not knocking it, but it's just – it's the biggest one, but it's not WWE thing, right? So we're all just there, you know, doing autographs. And there's not that many people there. All of a sudden, here comes this Scottish band <laughs> of pipes and you know, flutes and everything. It's Piper. Coming in to us, said, you've got to be shitting me. But he was, he was like that. He always wanted the grand entrance and stuff like that, you know. Nice. I love those pipes. I got it. Oh, admit. yeah. 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 You hear those pipes yeah. kick in? Yeah. All right. One last question here. Uh, Philip has one. Was HBK jealous that you were getting all of the crowd cheers at the 96 Survivor Series? Even though he was the baby face, you were really over that night. You know, honestly, he never. He never let on like that. No, I've always, well, people ask me about Sean. Sean was always giving to me. You know, he always gave himself to me, always came up. You know, when I say that, I mean, he came up with spots that made me, you know, I wouldn't have to say, all right, um, I'm going to do a nip up and clothesline you or catch you with a choke slam. He would call that. He said, yeah. what you do your nip up and get me in the, get me in the corner, kick me around, blah, blah, blah. And so he was really giving like that. And then Sean, you know, I think I can say this. We were brought in the same time in the business where we weren't old school. We were the transition when things were turning new, not like they are now. And to me, he's like me too. He didn't take it seriously like some people did. Uh, like now I tell you who hated the people that booing was Goldberg. I remember working with him, just, just a handful people would be booing him. And man, he would really be cussing them out. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, man, this guy's really uh, – that's the difference, you know. Sean and someone like Goldberg. Nice. And here we go. CC said, yes, it's pronounced CC. <laughs> laugh out loud. And thank you for sharing. Roddy was an awesome soul. He is, man. Excellent. Well, Tom, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. And, thank uh, you guys so much for having me. Can't wait to see how this challenge goes. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah then uh, just get back in touch with us, Tom, and we'll, we'll, see, I will, we'll see. I will keep in touch with you guys for sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to – I think my weight's going to be 260. But I'm going to come in at – and I'm going to be in this contest too. So oh, you, guys go. Have, you guys are going to have to beat me yet on this uh, thing. So does the loser get powerbombed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I ask one question for you, though? Sure. Sid, do you still keep in touch with, like, Sean and Brett and all those guys? Or do you just say no, really? Not really. The, the one guy I, I, I've talked to – Probably more than anyone is, is Bruno Lauer, downtown Bruno. Okay. I haven't talked to him in a long time. And I'll talk to Carl Ouellette up in Montreal once in a while. Me and Carl, was, if it's probably one person I enjoyed being on the road with, the most was him. Um, he did everything I like to do. We worked out. We did, you know, 
kept our noses clean, kept out of trouble, and uh, you know, just made as much fun as we could be on the road. So I always had a lot of fun with Carl, and I talked to him, you know, a lot. You know, not a lot, but I'd call him once in a while. That's awesome. Nice. All right, Tom. Thank you so much. Thank okay, you we'll, so much. We'll talk yeah, Tom, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Up the, and we'll, we'll let everybody know. Hopefully by Sunday we'll have a somewhat of a game plan for what we're going to try to do for raising some money for this charity. All right. Well, thank you so much. It's been an honor. Thank you, Sid. Thank you, Rob. Stay safe. You bet. You too, Rob. Uh, you too, Tom. <laughs> and now just to remember here, there's our five people so far. Tom C, Andrew C, Lori H, Rondell T, Nathan F. You know what we need to do, Rob? We need to um, – Rondell and what's the other one? I, we talked to Tom and Lori, Rondell. Rondell will talk to you, and I'm going to get a hold of Nathan and Andrew because they're both from oh, – they're, they're overseas. Okay, so Rondell's the only one we can really talk to right now. Yep. Oh, and there's Nathan right there. What contest did I miss? Is it a weight loss challenge? Well, it happens to be one you're in, Nathan. So, yeah, you better pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I wonder what Rondell's doing now. I haven't seen his name come up. I didn't either. That's why I was wondering. Um, well, just, you know, we'll do like we've been doing. We'll get a three-way going, and then um, I'll get their contact information, and we'll go from there. <laughs> Nathan's excited. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah nathan and andrew i didn't see andrew's name either but i'm gonna get a hold of you guys about sunday so uh stay on the line or well stay on the line stay tuned yeah stay tuned there we go that's better all right sid any last words no uh, um Ooh, I don't wait up just a second sid, before because i always like you to end the show because it's your show sure and i wanted to show everybody because everybody's been asking about the podcast t-shirts Oh yeah, I'm glad you brought. I almost forgot that. Yeah, I almost did too. I I went to go to the extra, like the outro, and I saw the pictures. So it's like, oh yeah, we're um, show everybody. Yes, boom! Here is our official podcast T-shirt. It's looking like there'll be about twenty dollars plus shipping wherever you happen to live. So if you're interested, shoot me an email at info at viciouscirclepod.com. But now, right now, I know everybody's going. But why is it black and white? Because black and white's boring, right? Well. This black and the white, when you walk into a dark room, glows in the dark. Okay. Right? That's cool, man. Yes. So if you're interest, sh interested, shoot us um, an email. And I'm going right. to that. Right. Nope. Where'd it go? There. There's the podcast. There's the uh, email again. Right. And really, Rob, I guess, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I, I saw a little bit of news today. I see where the death toll has really jumped. Uh, I guess we had a day in the last few days that it was over 4,000 people. Um, you know, they said, and I saw early this morning, they said 90,000 more are going to die just this month. With that, or 92,000. I don't know how they come up with these numbers, but it's just, man, I don't know. Um, I think with, I think we're all tired of it, you know. Um, yeah staying cooped up and worried about it. I know I am. And I know as time has gone on, I've gotten relaxed to the point that I've got my mask down sometime, even at the gym, you know, but I've said to myself, oh, I'm, I'm 15, 20 feet away. Well, that's not how it works, you know? So I'm being a bad example. 
And so, but um, we got to wear our mask right now. We got to stay safe. If we've come this far, this long, let's don't be dumb and get it right now. You know. Excellent words, Sid. Thanks so much for for being here tonight, and uh, good luck tomorrow. You too, man. Good night, everyone. We'll see you next uh, this Sunday. You've been listening to the Vicious Circle Podcast. Your host, Sid Udi. Co-host, Rob Bellamy. Additional research by Pete Marsh. The Vicious Circle Podcast is produced by Two Cousin Road Trip Productions, a division of JX3 Media Productions. The intro music is Unleash the Giants by Cemetery Spawn, and the outro music is Digging Space by Mike Trebleco.